The Australian Trainers Association presents. Here's McKay Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind the wings are down the outside. It's going to get desperate. Michelle Payne has created history in Flemington. It's Germany's Melbourne Cup. Protection is flying through thanks to Red Canal. The Australian Trainers Podcast. Andrew Nickel here again, trainers. Welcome to this fortnightly edition of the Australian Trainers Podcast. We're going to cover some key issues tonight. Firstly, around track riders. Secondly, around insurance for those trainers who are riding their own track work and horses. And finally, responding to some concerns raised by members around pre-race swabbing on race days. Conversations with trainers invariably leads to a discussion on track riders. This includes discussions around the abilities of those track riders to the number or the skills shortage that we have in that area. The ATA currently have two track rider projects. The first is here in Victoria with Racing Victoria, where we have 2,000 registered stable hands, of which 685, or more than a third, regularly engage in track riding in the mornings. The aim of the project is to firstly identify and properly register track riders as distinct from stable hands who do no track riding. The second element is to license the track rider but also to identify the riding capability. This will lead to the individual being licensed or accredited to ride either slow work, fast work or fast work including jump outs. The third aim is to introduce further mandatory training which will be designed to improve the riding skills of each individual. It is expected that we'll be in a position to implement all the changes around track rider accreditation in early 2020. Our second project is on a broader scale and covers Australia. The ATA at this time are engaging with Racing Australia, our peak body, together with all the principal racing associations from around Australia to drive an industry discussion on our workforce needs with track riders. It comes as no shock to trainers that we are sadly lacking in terms of available skilled labour, whether that be local labour or whether that be expatriate labour who have had the ability to come in on a visa. It's also timely as we are aware that the federal government are once again reviewing their visa policy. Our first meeting takes place in early October where we hope that all parties will come together and we can discuss strategy on how best to tackle this Australia-wide problem. We will bring members further updates after our October meeting on this important subject. After talking to a number of members, we had a conversation with the Racing Victoria Head of Veterinary Services, Dr Grace Forbes, to try and get some clarity around the pre-race day swabs process. The first issue is whether bloods or pre-race swabs can be taken at the race day stalls. The answer to this one is yes. However, this has to be agreed upon between the veterinary staff and the stable, either through a standing pre-race day arrangement or alternatively something that is agreed upon at the course. Where the swab occurs at the race day stalls, a stable representative will be required to visit the vets block to sign the appropriate Racing Victoria paperwork and to validate the packaging of the vials of blood. Dr Grace Forbes also confirmed that the Racing Victoria vets endeavour to work to a 20 minute cutoff point for pre-race swabs. 
We did ask that Racing Victoria consider pushing that out to 30 minutes. It'd be a lot more appropriate timing to allow the stable to prepare their horse and saddle, talk to owners, etc. Unfortunately, Dr Forbes indicated that Racing Victoria were comfortable with their 20-minute cut-off point and had no intentions at this point in time to alter that. We also spoke to Racing Victoria in the racing department about their guidelines around splitting of races. As a starting point, Racing Victoria look at the number of acceptors. Where this equates to two times the maximum field limit, for example, in a field of 10, if there were 20 acceptors, Racing Victoria will happily look at splitting a race. Where, however, the number of acceptors is below the maximum field limit, for example, in a field of 10, and they have 18, then Racing Victoria will generally not look to split a race. Other factors for consideration include when equivalent type races will next be run and location of race meeting. Attention trainers, if you're riding your own track work, make sure you have the appropriate personal accident insurance. We regularly receive calls from trainers who have unfortunately had a fall from a horse but have no insurance. The ATA has designed a specific personal accident insurance policy for its members. Please visit our website and look at our insurance offerings or alternatively give the office a call and talk to our insurance manager Mike Kirby. He'll only be too happy to give you a helping hand. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again in regional Victoria in the last two weeks, where have we been? We uh, went up the Calder Highway to the Swan Hill Jockey Club. We spent considerable time there with the trainers looking at the new sand track, which has just been renovated. Some uh, river sand in to replace the old sand. Uh, great reports from the trainers that it has certainly been a welcome addition a welcome upgrade for horse and trainer alike. The other new addition to the Swan Hill Jockey Club is the 25 stable complex, built at a cost of around $180,000. These are very modern facilities, giving the opportunity for trainers to move their horses from outside yards and also from some of the older barns that exist on the site. Certainly a welcome addition for the trainers on course. Also, I think it's a big shout out to the Swan Hill Jockey Club for both the investment in the stable complex and also the sand track upgrade. Both great additions to the training facilities at the Swan Hill Racecourse. Red Canoe coming down the outside. Dunedin is coming through in the middle. Dunedin, Red Canoe and Lucas Krennic. Dunedin is coming hard. Dunedin, Red Canoe. Dunedin and Red Canoe. They hit the line. A photo finish between Dunedin and Red Canoe. Nothing in it. Well, we've hit the finish line this week, trainers. Hope you enjoyed the content in the podcast for this fortnight. Keep your feedback coming in. We really appreciate the trainers who take the time and effort to give us that feedback. The more feedback we receive, the more focused we can be on the subjects that really matter to you. So it's Andrew Nichols signing off. And for everyone out there, happy racing. That's all, folks.